Hello there, everyone, and welcome into the Career Competitor Podcast. And as always, we are the show that seeks to light that competitive fire within you in order to jumpstart or optimize your career. I'm Steve Meller, and I encourage you to head to careercompetitor.com to check out everything that I have to offer right now under my new service, under my new coaching service. Specifically, I'm working with individuals, whether it be life, whether it be career coaching, I'm here for you. But in addition to that, if you are a senior representative, a CEO, someone who is running an organization looking to optimize that culture, you need to be getting in touch with me and everything you need to know. Again, careercompetitor.com. I really encourage you to reach out. Now to today's episode. I had the absolute pleasure of welcoming in Larry Long Jr. for a chat a couple weeks back. And ladies and gentlemen, you need to be buckled in because you're about to be hit with a ball of energy that you didn't know you even needed today as you listen to this. Larry has his own company now, Larry Long Jr. Enterprises, which he is the chief energy officer and a keynote speaker for. There are just so many things that Larry brings to the table within this particular conversation. And I don't think I can even identify specifics. At least I can't do it easily, but I'm going to try anyway. And what I'm going to really set you on alert for here is Larry's willingness to step into greatness. And he uses this analogy within the discussion. And I want you to take this really seriously because as you're about to hear, this is a man that brings greatness to any and every interaction that he has on a day-to-day basis. So it's not just his service, it's not just his career, but it's his everything. He brings greatness to all of it. He has a minimum standard for what he's going to bring to the table with each and every opportunity, each and every experience, interaction like i said he brings everything every single time that is something that quite frankly if we're trying to optimize who it is we are if we're trying to reach new career highs if we're trying to do things that we've never done before then what better episode of the career competitor podcast that you could have selected to listen to than this one because you are about to be like i said hit with a big bag of energy so many different philosophies, so many different outlooks on how you can be great at what it is you do. So like I said, get yourselves ready to step into greatness by listening to Larry Long Jr. on the Career Competitor Podcast, and I hope you all enjoy. Okay, well, it gives me great pleasure, and I'm very energized to introduce this man. Larry Long Jr., welcome to Career Competitor. How are you, brother? What's going on, Steve? I'm happy to be here, man. I had to, I had to break out two mics. I couldn't just come you go. with one you mic. Go. I'm ready. This is and and as as much as I like to use video for marketing, there's gonna be a there's gonna be an outcry from the audience that we put this entire episode on video with this man's ability to pull out a microphone at any moment. But Larry, honestly, the, the the beautiful thing about this life that we live is that we have these things called networks, and our network has brought the two of us together. I could not be more excited to have you on because, frankly, man, you epitomize what this show is about. You come from a world of sport, but you've been able to completely establish yourself away from the sports world without ever letting go of that competitor from within. So why don't you fill everybody in just in terms of... Give us your story. Give us that two-minute spiel. Who is Larry Long Jr.? Why is he on this show today? 
two minutes. Oh, that's a tough <laughs> one. You're throwing curveballs at me, Steve. But I'll give you the clip notes version. Larry Long Jr., smile for a mile. Played baseball at University of Maryland. Go Terps. Uh, moved around a lot as a child. Alabama, Illinois, Nebraska, Pennsylvania, Maryland. Born in Maryland. Back to Maryland. Uh, grew up in VA medical centers. Uh, after I graduated, worked at Accenture doing IT consulting. Still had that itch. So I went to minor league spring training. And uh, the LA Dodgers, the Boston Red Sox, they made the worst decision in their organization's history because they cut me. They said, hey, thank you for coming out. God bless you and good night. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. They chucked up the deuces on me. And uh, this is the kind of deuces they said. You got you ain't got to go home, but you got to get up out of here. So I went back to Accenture. They said, hey, you're back so soon. I said, you oh. see what happened was. But left IT consulting, opened up an indoor baseball softball academy. If you can't play it, you teach it, right? Absolutely. Ooh. After a year and a half, we had to shut our doors. And that's where I found my way into tech and software sales as an individual contributor, as a leader. I've worked for eight different companies. I've had 10 different stops, two companies. Mm. I left and I went back. You never want to burn bridges. <laughs> and now I've stepped into just uh, my passion, my mm. passion to help so many individuals take their game to that next level. So I'm a motivational, inspirational, more importantly, transformational speaker and a performance coach. And I'm here with you. Just fortunate to be here with you, Steve. Man, I, the, 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 the fortune is all mine. And, and now for all our listeners as well. And, 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 you know, I gave you that, that I gave you that test of two minutes and you knocked it out the park. You managed to give us the whole story in two minutes. And for those that don't know, Larry is incredibly Larry is incredibly established now in terms of what it is he's doing as the chief energy officer for his own company, Larry Long Jr. Enterprise. And the keynote speeches, I've, I've been able to sort of catch a little bit here and a little bit there in terms of what it is you bring to the table, but it's all there in the title. Energy, 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 energy. And one thing I really wanted to start off with you that's near and dear to my heart is that of what I believe is so important that we live life with minimum standard. We have a minimum standard, what we're going to bring to the table, that consistent component. And here's someone who played baseball at the highest level. I saw that you, you, you were the captain, you were playing, that you were winning a lot. You knew what it means to be successful. And you even set off on an individual adventure there at the, to the pro level. But at the same time, let's talk about that minimum standard. What does that mean to you? What is your minimum standard, Larry? It's excellence. Mm. And it's the expectation that anything less than my best is not good enough. And I, I get that from my dad. I can't, I can't claim it. I mean, I, I have claimed that I've stepped into it, but my father grew up in Baltimore city. If you've ever seen the show, the wire, that's his neighborhood. Okay. And he was the only one from his family to graduate high school. Mm. Uh, he went on, used track. He ran track at Maryland, go Terps. <laughs> and uh, he pretty much, that was his ticket out of the hood, out of the projects out of poverty and out of abusive, his father was abusive, wasn't really around. And uh, he worked hard to make a better life for myself, my sister, my mom. Mm -hmm. And uh, he passed that baton. He transitioned uh, six years ago. He passed that baton to me <laughs> and said, hey, keep running that race and make sure you pass that baton on to as many people. He shared with me that, hey, when you're fortunate, which means you wake up in the morning, yeah. it's your responsibility to bless others. If you're, if you're fortunate and blessed enough to wake up, 
you've really got to impact others in a positive way. So you talk about standard, mm. it's really excellence. Anything less than your best, you're wasting your time. Mm. Preach, <laughs> preach. I mean, I, and again, for me, consistency is huge. And when you're doing what it is you're doing, when you are a keynote speaker, you have people waiting, waiting to listen, waiting to be, whether it's incentivized or inspired or whatever it is, whatever their purpose for being there may be, they're expecting a standard. They're expecting a quality, a delivery that is hopefully something that they've never witnessed before. And there's something about, again, here I am, your episode 115, 116, whatever it may be at the show now, and you're now raising that energy bar. You're now putting yourself up there to say, hey, everybody that comes after me, <laughs> you have a standard to reach now in terms of the energy that you bring to this show. How do you feel that you leave that impact on people? What is it that separates you, man? Yeah, well, first, I'm going to pray for anyone that has to come after me. Sorry, <laughs> I, I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. There's only one Larry Long Jr. Now, my son, Larry Long the third Trey, he's giving me a run for my money. That dude is off the chain. Oh. But yeah, when it comes to the energy, you control it. That, that's within your control, and it's a choice. So I'm a big believer of intentionality. Uh, of choice. Mm. And uh, I, here goes a quote. I talked to a gentleman that used to work for Tony Robbins. And he said, hey, here goes something that stood with me. The human being, mind, body, soul, spirit is absolutely amazing. What a lot of humans do with that amazingness is disappointing at best many times. Wah, wah. <laughs> so essentially for me, I say, hey, if I wake up, I'm going to hashtag carpe diem. I'm going to seize the day. Mm -hmm. I met a cat who had a tattooed on his forearm. I said, oh, I don't mess with tattoos. I'm a, I'm a glut. I don't like pain. I'm, I'm afraid of needles. But he said, oh, it gets better. I said, oh, it gets worse. He had Carpe Noctum tattooed on the other forearm. Wow. I said, oh, that looks doubly painful. <laughs> I said, I'm a little bit too old to be seizing the night. I can, I can seize the day. So I always ask people to challenge themselves. Mm. And you've had the opportunity to meet my performance coach yep. who's challenged me. Hey, Larry, you're asking asking other people to hashtag max out, max out their potential, both personally and professionally, and sometimes athletically. Mm. But let's look in the mirror. It's easier said than done, but are you stepping into your greatness? And the, the answer, unfortunately, was no. I was scared. Mm. I was scared to be great. I was scared to step into it. It's, it's uh, that FUD, not Elmer FUD, but that fear. That uncertainty and doubt that's that, that that's walking around in the back of my head that's telling me, oh, you can't do it, or oh, you can't be great, oh, you can't do this. And she's helped me to uh there's a saying, if it ain't broke, don't break it. We say if it ain't broke, break it. Mm. Uh, I think some people say if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But yeah, if it ain't broke, we're breaking it, we're shaking it, we're flipping it upside down, we're trying to take it to that next level. Anyone listening to it, wherever you are today. What does that next level look like and what's holding you back or who's holding you back? Mm. And I already know the answer. Oh, Take a look in that mirror. Absolutely. That's who's holding you back. Absolutely. And we've talked about fear on this show before. And for me, I can't get enough of that conversation because it, gosh, people move back in their seat real quick. People want to remove themselves from that discussion. And clearly you've, you've met that discussion head on and decide to have that real talk. And for you personally, what was it that got you through that fear? What was it? Was it a who? Was it a what? Like what? What was that moment? What did that look like when you felt like, "Hey, I see, I see you. I see this fear, and I'm gonna take care of this." Well, it first started. It, it happened before when I moved around as a child. Kids can be cruel. 
My mom mm. used to make me stand up. We would say our prayer at night. She used to make me stand up in the middle of the room, arms raised, and say, I am somebody 10 times. That right there, I'm not a math major, but 365 nights, uh, 10 mm-hmm. times, you start to believe. You got a little seven-year-old, nappy-headed kid walking around like he is somebody. You got adults looking at him like, who does this kid think he is? I'm like, I am somebody. When I played mm-hmm. baseball at Maryland, I started off my freshman campaign, one for my first 24. I'm not good at math, but that's terrible. Hey, Larry, what position do you play? Left out. The coach left me out at the end of the bench. He said, hey, whatever you have might be contagious. Keep that at the end of the bench. I talked to my father. We had just played UNC Greensboro Friday, Saturday, Sunday, weekend series. He said, little Larry, how you feeling? I said, I feel terrible, dad. I stink. I suck. I don't belong in Division I baseball. I definitely don't belong in the ACC. My dad hopped through that phone. He yoked me up. He had some choice three-letter, four-letter words that I won't repeat, but you can use your imagination. But his message was get back to the drawing board. Get on the batting tee. And I don't know if Allen Iverson is listening, but we're talking about practice, practice. not the game. He said, mm-hmm. you got to practice. But more importantly, you got to get your mind right. Because Henry Ford says it best. Whether you believe you can or whether you believe you can't, you're right. And I didn't believe that I could. I'm stepping in the batter's box saying, oh, Lord, don't let me strike out again. Uh, Another strikeout. Strike three. Go take a seat. When I started believing in myself and UNC, those Tar Heels, they came to town. I got a little blue head over the first baseman's head. You should have called me Kanye West. You can't tell me nothing. I was on top of the world. (laughs) I started on Saturday, three for four. Started on Sunday, two for four. And you talk about that big mo, the big momentum. Oh, in the words of McFadden and Whitehead, ain't no stopping me now. So it's the same thing with business. And I'm a living testament. You've heard a little bit of my, about my story, but I started full time as a speaker March 26th of this year. Well, before that, I was making little, little ducats. My wife said, free 99 doesn't keep the lights on. I said, I got it, baby. She was like, I don't see it, but I trust you. Well, eventually that momentum picked up. And it was from working with my coach. It was from from really channeling that voice of my father saying, boy, you better practice and you better believe in yourself, that mindset. And it's amazing because that momentum, I'm on top of the world right now. Steve, Mm -hmm. I, I am feeling myself because I'm doing it for the right reason. I'm focused on empowering other people, helping individuals take their game to the next level. And I've got to demonstrate that So it's a responsibility and it feels so good, man. I don't know if you can tell that I'm glowing, but I'm glowing. Oh, you work well, you're working up a sweat all the time when you're talking, man. That's why you're glowing. But I I I love the word you said there, responsibility. I I think so many it's so easy for a speaker to stand there and ask something of people without necessarily asking it of themselves. And I think the authenticity that comes through every word of your message is there to be heard and there to be seen. And if you get too close to you, I'd assume there to be felt. <laughs> there to be felt in one way or another. And, and, and so for, for, for me, clearly you had those examples growing up in your father, in probably teammates and coaches, whatever it may have been. There would have been examples as you were growing up in terms of people that held you accountable that then showed you how to be accountable as well at the same time. For you in your speeches, in terms of your message, how do you get that across to people? How do you get that across that, listen, accountability 
of yourself in terms of what you're necessarily asking of others as well is huge, especially when you're talking to so many people in sales. Yeah, yeah. It's the power of relationships. And I mm. heard a gentleman, Steve Noodleberg, down in Florida, he said, hey, Larry, what I learned in my 30 years of selling, the difference between contacts, people you know, and contracts, people you do business with, is the letter R, and that's relationships. So I took that, and I said, he's absolutely right. But it starts with number one, your relationship with yourself. When you look at it, and I'll, I'll, give, your, I'll give your listeners a little, a little taste test. If you were to look at these eight buckets, faith, family, friends, fun, fitness, your health is your wealth, finances, philanthropy. I spell phonetically and frenetically. I know philanthropy is PH, but we can use an F for it. It works. It works. And then career, what are your priorities? How would you grade yourself on a scale of one to 10? No seven. Seven is that safe zone. How would you honestly grade yourself? One being the lowest, 10 being the highest. What can you do in your top three, uh, top three priorities? What can you do? Not think about, but what actions can you start to take to move that needle? And I've done that exercise with myself and every season is different. My priorities change with the season, but that order that I just shared with you, faith, family, friends, and then fun. I, I don't miss out on fun. But what am I doing to strengthen the relationship with my kids to make sure I'm present and make sure I'm looking up and not looking down, which I know I'm not the only one who does that. Uh, what can I do to make sure my friends know that I love them and I care for them? Not just talking. Talk is cheap. In the mm -hmm. words of the great philosopher, mystical, show me what you're working with. So essentially it starts with you and people can feel that authenticity. People can, we had an experience recently where someone acted like they cared, but I smelled BS from a mile away and it was funky. It's like, you yeah. tell me that you're looking out for me, but I got a sneaking suspicion by your actions that you only care about your, uh, your wallet. You're trying to get me to reach, but you, you haven't given me enough deposits. You haven't shown me that you know me, you haven't shown me that you care. Survey says, <laughs> I mean, what I love about this so far, man, is we've covered this. And again, people will say, hey, if you're gonna give me the same content over and over, why am I gonna listen to the show? For, for me, when you have different personalities and the message coming through in different forms, Stop ignoring it. Stop ignoring it. Here, you're you're telling me here, faith, family, fun, like th th those sort of things, friends, like th those three or four things. To me, I've lived my life in the last three or four years inside a vacuum, if you will, of priorities. That that is where I've existed, and, and it's gotten me to a point today where I've never felt more clear about what it is I am trying to do with my life. It's a beautiful thing because. When you put those four things, and again, in terms of like importance, faith, family, friends, and then you know what's great about that? When you prioritize three things like that, the fun is going to come. The fun is going to come because all those three things are so close and so important to you. But here you are talking about March 26th of this year, making that decision to go full time. Again, we've, we've referenced fears. We've referenced what it means to have momentum, to go all in, have that authenticity in what it is you're doing. We're eight months into it now, man. Where are you with this? How do you feel? What does, what does the, in, in your opinion, what does the last eight months look like and what do the next eight months feel like? 
Oh, goodness. I feel great about where I started and where I'm at now. The best mm. is yet to come. I, mm -hmm. uh, in the last week, I've had the opportunity to speak with six Hall of Fame speakers. These are folks that have been there and done that. And mm. uh, just picking their brain, learning from them, pressure testing some of my thoughts with what they've seen and what they've done. I feel really good. Now it's going to take work. And you talked about if you give me the same content, what's the purpose? Well, I can give everyone the same playbook. I had a coaching client today who said, you tell that to everyone, don't you? I'm like, I do. But only 5% at most are going to actually execute, are going to actually mm -hmm. take action. Do you know how many people noodle and doodle on? I want to be a professional speaker. I was one of those. I was talking all this junk and someone said, well, let me know when you actually become a professional speaker. You're talking all this BS. It sounds good. But what are you actually doing? I went through that same journey with my book. I talked about how I want to write a book. I had another yep. guy who said, you're not serious about a book until you set a release date. Well, watch mm -hmm. out. March, Monday, March the 7th, 2022. Oh, Larry Long Jr. is going to be a published author with Joe. We're zapping oh. you into intentionality, rediscover and believe in your inner greatness. Everyone's oh. got it. But the question is, what you're going to do about it? Mm. I love it. I absolutely love it. And not often on this show, and it's not a good thing for a host. Does a host get lost for words, right? That's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. Larry, you've got me a little lost for words right here in the sense of what I believe in this show and where this show was born three and a half years ago was from the perspective of someone in myself who believed he was capable of more. And honestly, that, that's, that's, where, that's where I came from. And, and decisions in my life in the last six weeks, is, as listeners know, my decision to have walked away from coaching full-time in terms of swimming and decided to invest myself fully into what I believe is a bigger vision, a bigger purpose, and certainly a much bigger calling for me beyond what it is I've been doing. So much of it comes down to recognizing that I am tired of living a life where I witness only 5% of the people apply themselves. I want to see that percentage grow. I want to see that percentage grow. And I believe messages like yours, missions like yours, energy levels for sure like yours are what is gonna help that number rise. Because because it's, as you said, that, that great quote about how disappointing it is what we as humans do with what it is we are capable of. Why is 90 plus percent of mankind just letting days go by and not optimizing themselves? And that, and here in closing with this, with this chat, man, and trust me, I could talk to you all day, you know that. But in terms of you and I, as, as shared beings at this point, we both pursue the same purpose in life, which is helping people realize their optimal selves. And I myself have walked that life. You're, you're walking it right now. Talk to me about, in your opinion, because we're competitors on this show. That's what it's about. What does that win feel like? What does that win look like for you when you see someone truly optimizing their value? I'll, I'll give you an example. My man, Manan in Australia, he's from India. He told me that his priorities, number one was financial. Number two was family. He, he took care of his family in India. Number three was fitness. Say, hey, when you work out, Manan, deer in headlights. 
I said, uh-oh, Houston, we got a problem. I said, go ahead and open up your calendar and let's get intentional. Let's schedule a workout for Monday. He's in Australia, Monday at 12 o'clock. Go ahead and copy me on the invite. When you get done, I need you to take a selfie. 10.30 p.m. Sunday night, I get a selfie of him sweating. My wife is like, what in the world? I said, you see what happened was, but he said, oh, it felt so good to get back working out. Thank you for making me. I didn't make him do anything. I just guided him like a Sherpa. I just led him to the direction for him to step into his greatness holistically, financially, family, uh, physically. And this is something that he's got to keep keep on. And it's a battle. I mean, as a competitor, you've got to battle day in and day out. And my question, kind of like what the great Les Brown said, are you hungry? We've all worked with folks that aren't really hungry. They're just kind of content. It's like, ah, whatever you put on my plate. No, I'm hungry, which means I'm going to put my heart, my soul, my all into it. And I'm going to get after what it is that I know is greatness for me. And all I ask is for each and every one of your listeners to look inside and ask yourself, are you getting the most out of your talents, out of your gifts, out of your capabilities? If you can say yes, I tip my virtual cap to you. But if you're like the majority of us, let's get to work. Let's get to work. Unless you were perfect tens all across eight buckets, which I've never met anyone that's perfect. Let's get to work and let's have fun while we're doing it. It's fun to win, to have that Mamba mentality and try to get better at each and every turn. So, man, I appreciate you, Steve. No, I and I appreciate you, man. I really do. And, and you know, for, for anyone listening to this that is willing to have that conversation with themselves about what it means to truly optimize their worth, optimize their value, I think with this episode, we're going to find at least one. And I think you and I are in agreement. When you, Every time you find one, you get one step closer to being where we need to be. And I appreciate you. For, but for anybody listening to this that is saying, listen, I need that jolt. I need that jolt of what is available when I get hold of Larry Long Jr. Larry, where can we find out more about you, brother? Yeah. So uh, LinkedIn is kind of my jam. Larry Long Jr. I got the smile for a mile. I got the gold mic. I also got a website. Imagine this. LarryLongJr.com. And that's Junior <laughs> Jr. LarryLongJr.com. I would love to connect. I would love to help you along your journey. I'm here just like you are, Steve, as a go-giver, just mm. giving and sowing into people that's something amazing. And I think that's why Jack connected us. I think that's why we get along so well, because we're about giving to other people, serving other people. There's no better feeling in the world when you can do that. And it's amazing how the more you give, the more fulfillment you receive. It's just, mm. it's magical. So thank you again, Steve. Oh, you're more than welcome, man. And we, I'm just so appreciative of the time, the universe was crying out for you and I to be introduced to one another. And I'm appreciative that my, you know, my buddy Jack was able to do that. And listen, all the best to you. I can't wait to see what 2022 brings, even though we've still got some big weeks ahead here of 2021 to finish ourselves out. You know, you know, you have a reader in me when Jolt comes out there in March next year. And I can't wait to see what that book does for you and your career and your life as a whole, brother. But listen, all the best. Good luck with everything. And thank you again for sharing so much awesome energy with us. Thank you. Cheers, Steve. And my thanks again to the great 
the great Larry Long Jr. Whew, have you uh, have you taken a breath? You good? Uh, you know that was that was a lot, right? I mean, but it was it was all fantastic, and I first and foremost just completely in awe of a man that brings everything that he preaches in it through himself. We can all learn a lot from that. I know I work diligently on doing exactly that, whether it be with clients, when I preach to clients, when I explain things to them. I try to look within me at the same time and say, how can you connect with this request, with this plea that you're maybe making to someone else? Are you willing to sort of go and do that yourself as well? And for me, you know, Larry obviously epitomizes that. And I love how he comes from the very the very background that we're all about on this show. Someone who's come from sport, learned so much from sport, applied so much of what he's actually using today within his time through sport and able to reflect and look back and prove and highlight exactly how he does that. But I do want to summarize the conversation and I want to make this, what I put together here is very much a five-step process and I'm going to go through it real quick. And it's something that you can always cycle back to. But it start, this is all based on Larry's, uh, on, on Larry's, the gospel of, let's call it the gospel of Larry Long Jr. Starts with intentionality, which is going to allow you to seize the day, understanding that we have that opportunity to go and do great things as long as we lead with intent. Okay, so it starts with intention to go then seize the day. And are you then going to step into what's put in front of you? Are you going to step into that? So it's all well and good to arrive somewhere with intention, thinking about seizing the day, but how are you going to then lean into that, step into that? Because at some point within that moment, within that task, within that experience, whatever it may be, there's going to come this moment where you have a decision to make. There's going to come this moment where you maybe doubt yourself. That's when you've got to lean back in to that intention, to that mindset of seizing the day. So are you going to step into whatever it is you've decided to commit to? Step four, keep up with me here. Step four, what is your reason to not do something? And again, this comes back to that ability to lean in. If you're leaning in, don't let fear creep in. Don't allow that to happen because that's what's going to create this reason to then not do something. And you want to ignore that reason. You want to ignore that. You don't want to be guilty of accepting, okay, this is a reason not to do something. You decided with intention. You decided to seize this moment. You decide to lean in. Don't allow your mind now to get in the way. Don't let yourself get in the way of what you're trying to go on and accomplish. Step five, let the momentum run its course. Everything that Larry was saying there came back to once you've got things sustained, once you've got things moving, then the big MO, momentum, really let it build and understand that it is a cycle. Once that momentum gets going, then You've got to understand that you're doing everything for the right reason. So if you ever enter a moment where you feel there's doubt creeping in, where you feel there's fear creeping in, let's go back to that intent. Let's go back to step one and let's just recycle that entire process. So five steps, intentionality, seize the day, lean into things, What? identify if there's ever reasons to not do something and finally build that momentum. I think that's a great way to summarize our discussion. 
I'm sure there's many other things that you took from this discussion as well within this particular episode. But again, Larry Long Jr., ladies and gentlemen, what a wonderful episode of the Career Competitor Podcast. And hey, if this is the first time that you're tuning into us, don't forget, before you leave, subscribe, leave us a rating for those of you listening to us on Apple Podcasts. That fifth star is the best star to be clicking on, so be sure to click on that fifth star, leave a review if you'd like to as well. And be sure, like I said at the outset, to head to careercompetitor.com to learn anything and everything that you need to know about my services. Thank you again for joining us on this fantastic episode of the Career Competitor Podcast. Best of luck with anything and everything you've got going on within your world at the moment. And I look forward to speaking with you all again very soon. Bye for now.